0: What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a lot to talk about on today's show. We will be talking about the new Morbius trailer that came out from Sony Pictures. Morbius is a movie that we have not seen a lot from in a long time. It's been almost two years since we've seen any footage from that movie. We finally got a trailer for that film. So We'll be talking about some of the takeaways from that. We'll also be talking about an uh, interesting story regarding new gods. You, if you guys remember, that was a project that was supposed to be headed by Ava DuVernay. Um, it was canceled by DC. We got some interesting new details about why that was. And I'm sure, as I've seen already, it's created a little bit of a firestorm on social media. So that should be a really good discussion as well. And you guys know how much we love the X-Men animated show. Or, me, the X-Men animated series. And now there is new uh, word On the internet, that perhaps a new X Men cartoon is in fact in the works, but is it something like the X Men animated series or is it something new? That remains to be seen, so we'll have a discussion on that as well. So it should be a great podcast this week. Shamari is not here, but joining me is my co host Kendall. And Kendall, this is obviously Eternals week, and once we get to see that film, we'll be giving you guys a review of Eternals in just a couple of days. But uh, some interesting comments from Nate Moore, who's, of course, a Marvel producer. He's a producer on The Internals, And he spoke about, you know, the future of this film in a conversation he had with Toronto's The Toronto Sun. Um, When asked about, you know, a potential sequel or potential trilogy, he said, quote, it's not something that is a must have. Obviously, we have ideas of where we could go, but there isn't a hard and fast rule uh, where we have to have three of these things. And this is the first. So a lot of the franchise that we've seen Marvel launch, uh, Kendall, has had some kind of, you know, plan to do multiple movies down the line. And this would, uh, in some ways, kind of be a first here where there, there seems to be, at this point, no plan to uh, to do more turnovers down the line. Um, does that surprise you? And what did you make of these statements from Moore? And uh, how are you doing in this podcast, obviously?
1: <laughs> doing well. Um, you know, we've
0: had... A,
1: it's been an interesting start to November um, When it comes to Marvel, obviously Coming up on Disney Plus Day uh, Soon um, as well Now that should be big, obviously But when it comes to Eternals, it's been uh, Not so great uh, for Marvel in terms of reviews uh, sitting at uh, last I checked, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. uh, continues to dip, uh, close to, to close to getting to a point where it's uh, majority poor reviews, which would be um, certainly uh, first for for Marvel, um, but. Uh, so we're already in that, in that in that ballpark with the rotten review with the rotten score right now. But um, yeah, I mean these comments are surprising. I can't say they're surprising because the reviews are what they are, you know. And when you're talking about deciding to do a sequel, uh, the two the t- the three main barometers are story, uh, reception. And box office, um, and I would argue reception. I would argue box office is the number one thing. Reception is number two, and the story is three. I agree. And you know, right now, I mean, I'm sure the story is not not the issue. Uh,
0: yeah, I feel like I feel like in the most instances weather. you could probably survive two and three if one is not that great and try to give another go. Um, right. But if 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 one and two are are done you your history
1: right and so we'll see what the box office looks like uh we know the reception isn't um in its favor so far um and, and, again, and that's critical
0: reception to be clear of course yes you know because we've had movies re- recently <laughs> where we've had movies that you know critically made not that loved, but fans have loved at a much higher level we've seen that reflected in the in the box office for those movies
1: right exactly um so we'll see what that what that comes out to for this movie but uh yeah i mean i i can't i can't lie and think that the timing of those comments uh and the tone of those comments don't sound like at least a bit of a reaction to what we've seen i don't think nate moore is lying uh or i don't think that he is um trying i think he's being honest in the sense that you know, I don't think, I don't think Linus is that, or, or panicking, I don't know if they've ever been, like, all in on an eternal sequel, but there is no reason, they, nothing they've seen has given them any reason to want to pursue that, uh, from a, from a reception standpoint so far. So, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, like you said, I don't know, you I know, mean, I, I mean, the, off the top of my head, the only Marvel franchise, I can think, that only has one. I mean, I guess Black Widow, right? But beyond, but besides that, like, which is a prequel. But besides that, you're talking Incredible Hulk, which obviously we, we there was contractual right. reasons why they didn't want to pursue a second one on that. Right. But uh, it, it's a very, very, very small number. Uh, and I guess Captain Marvel, but we already know that we've got a second one coming. So yeah, it's
0: like it's like borderline like unheard of in the modern era of Marvel Studios movies. So. Yeah, because
1: what Disney wants more than
0: anything is IP. Disney loves IP. Right,
1: because yeah. they've got parks, they've got TV shows, they've now got a streaming service. They they need IP IPs to 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 help drive revenue for them. Right, and so when they are creating. When they're coming up with ideas for these movies particularly the movies they want they want characters or or stories that they think can become brands yeah and like the guardians have even if you aren't going in you want that to be you want them to be that coming out and we'll see again we'll see with the eternals and you know you don't want to jump the gun but um if they don't feel like that's the case that's uh from their perspective, they're not going to look at this as a W. But we'll we'll have to see what the box office is before we can truly evaluate that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that to me, you know, I, I think my feeling on it is, I, I do I think this is a reaction to what the reception has been? I, I'm not convinced of that, to be honest. Um, I really, truly thought that, you know, the Eternals could very and very well be a one and done movie for other reasons beyond what the reception was. You know, I thought that you know, do I did I feel like Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek were going to sign up for doing three or four or five Marvel movies? That that seemed unlikely to me. Um, you know, Chloe's out. This is a, kind of her first foray into obviously superhero movies, first foray into this kind of genre of film. Though it seems like it's, it's it kind of lines very close to what she likes to do anyway. Did um, I see her signing up for something you know super long term with this? Uh, I didn't really see that either. Um, so knowing kind of just the demand for what Marvel asks of their talent and of their you know their their the directors, their filmmakers, it didn't seem like the Eternals made a great fit from that standpoint. And I didn't know if they made a great fit from even a standpoint of uh, of the you know telling these stories beyond just here. You know, these are beings that lasted for just almost the beginning of time as, as we are said to are bleed to understand and the notion that, you know, they come out of the hiding, you know, or they come out of uh, where they've been for, you know, this specific event for this movie. And then now they're kind of just going to be in the fold moving forward. Um, you know, part of the reason why they're not supposed to be around is because, you know, there are these beings that are so far above and beyond um, what usually earth or this planet needs uh In terms of you know stopping these kind of threats, so are you gonna have these kind of threats happen often? Or are they gonna be showing up for things that are less important than what they've been showing up for in the past? It didn't seem to make sense to me, so do I think that he feels probably a little more comfort in saying this because the reception isn't the greatest that I could see, but I don't think that the idea that they're they're not really looking at eternals as something that they certainly were trying to do three movies of. Uh, I don't think that necessarily is a is just a reaction to what has been a at best a, a very mixed reaction critically to this film.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I see your point in that that goes back to the story piece that I mentioned. There are certain movies like Joker, for example, story wise, didn't doesn't really make sense to do a Joker sequel. Um. The reception was so good and the, the box office was so good that they may override, override that anyway. Um uh but and we'll see whether or that's the case. But um yeah, I mean the way he was talking, it doesn't it sounded like that was never really in the cards to begin with, and that they were looking for, they would have had to have been looking for a reason to have to want to pursue one. Uh and again what they've seen so far hasn't given them that reason. That is so they're fine with that. I mean, they would rather the movie have been, you know, the greatest film of all time, and then they would have had to have done a second one. But um, that's just not the case. And that is again, I, you know, we talked about it last week, but I, it's still such a, it's a jarring surprise. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll see when we see the movie why uh why the score is as low as it is um mm-hmm. when there are, there are a lot of credible people that like the movie but you know and again 53 percent for a dc movie would be normal Part of the course <laughs> really yeah yeah be, yeah. at least you know for a certain type for a certain time period uh of dc films and so the, you know it, we always have to remember that but for marvel this is far from,
0: and I guess far it, away me, the word. Yeah, and to me, I guess it's surprising yeah. because I feel like some of those other movies you mentioned, DC in particular, you know, it was very obvious why those movies were polarizing. You know, like yeah. you know, I think BVS and uh, Weed and Justice League are the ones that you know definitely come to mind. Um, it's very you can see immediately why some people would love these films. You could see immediately why some people would loathe these films. Um, with this. I mean, on the surface, just watching trailers, I don't see much that would make me think that, oh, this movie would really make a lot of people mad, or even that people would... I I can see why people would love the movie, but, you know, I I am surprised that so many have decided that of all the Marvel movies seen over the course of time, again, I know how we view movies and how we view movies as a whole has changed from when we were watching Thor The Dark World, but it's still surprising that of all the movies, this is the one that they're deciding to bang on. Like, I'm really... That, that is a, a little surprising. I I expected maybe not there not to be this I, I expected there's a chance that if it didn't reach that super super high end movie level that I think Marvel's hoping it would, that maybe it'd be in the seventies, maybe sixties. That felt possible. Um I, I did not see a rotten score coming for this. Like this that's pretty surprising to me. Especially considering just how uh usually competent the the crew and cast are for this film in particular. So, I, I mean, it makes me, honestly, it almost makes me more interested. Like, I think that I'd be, I might even be, I might have been, like, less interested. It was just kind of middling in the 60s or 70s. The fact that people are like, oh, a lot of people just, like, clearly hate this movie. I'm like, yeah. All right, I gotta see that because this looks gorgeous. There are certain things about it that seem to be, you know, really solid. And, you know, again, the cast is incredible. So, it's just like, like how how could this have fallen apart?
1: The one so thing I'm I'll say is how that was. Or
0: it did it, in my opinion. Because, of course, you know everybody has their yeah. opinions. Maybe I'll watch this and say, I, I think these people are nuts. I think this is a fine movie. So, we'll see. The, the, the
1: last thing I'll say is that this seems to have been... I mean, look. Uh, you know. It was... It was probably the most boring marketing campaign Marvel's had in a long, long time. Definitely. Um, I think we... I, uh, you know, I, I think, I, I, mean, I gave it a pass because I thought they were, I, they were holding stuff back. They were hiding stuff. So I was like, look, they think they, they've got something. There must be stuff in the movie where, you know, they can't show a whole lot, you know, and that happens. Um, but I mean, again, we'll see. Maybe, maybe that still is the case. Haven't seen the movie yet, but, um, if that, if that is not the case, uh, or if we're just going off of the marketing, uh you know it's been it's been very tame and so the idea that the 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 movie that's had you know one of the least exciting marketing campaigns in Marvel Marvel Studios history ends up being one of the least exciting movies in Marvel Studios history uh I guess in theory shouldn't be a shock
0: yeah and i think you know even some of these other comments about how you know the they they felt comfortable with the story being super grounded and super contained you know um i i i I, I, my question at this point that i have going in is regardless of how i feel about the movie and you know i don't you know i've done a pretty good job of avoiding spoilers i don't know that much about it don't know anything about any mid credit scenes or post credit scenes nothing like that um but i I wonder if having all of this happen and with all being said and done would marvel have done this movie if this was a reception if they knew this was going to be the reception and my gut tells me they would not. The, um, you, and you're comfortable saying that without having seen the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah I am. I, I, I feel like... I mean, a rotten tomato score, and a rotten tomato score is not everything, but it's only going to go down from here. Like it's Typically. Like, Unless you, know, you get to yeah. a certain point. Then yeah, then, I mean, then, we're then we're like, you're like, you don't go up. But right now... Yeah, I mean, we're at Friday. You know, you we're know, recording this on Thursday night. Friday... Official debut, no, of course, some people have seen it tonight on Thursday. Uh, we'll we'll kind of have a very clear picture by Friday of what this Rotten Tomatoes score is going to look like. But the fact that it's already slotting on its debut tells me that it's not going to go up. So, you're looking at what a lot of people are looking at as a very average to mediocre film. And I just don't think Marvel was in the—I don't know if they— I just don't think they're in the business of trying to do films like this. I think they want to have films that generally a lot of people show up. A lot of people enjoy like it. Um, and it's palatable to a lot of people Now they try to do their own films, their own film genres within what they, what they like to do. And this was clearly them exploring a different genre, but this might've been just a, a part, an element that just didn't work. I don't know. Again, I don't know. Cause I didn't see it. And we don't know what the final box score would be a uh, box office score. Would be rather, uh, but, I don't know. I I just have questions about um, if this was the right story to tell at this time. Especially if, 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 it's, if it doesn't become the vehicle that we expect to bring about so many other characters and other races and species in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. If that's not what this movie is about or not a part of why you would do it, then I, I think that they'll have doubts about whether or not they should have went forward with this. Um, and, and the fact that I keep thinking about the fact that this movie, along with uh, Black Widow, was supposed to be Marvel's comeback year after Endgame, is really peculiar to me from a planning standpoint. The more I, I kind of, well, the more this crystallizes. And I think they're very lucky that Spider-Man's just like right around the corner. I think this, is, I think this movie's going to be very forgotten as soon as Spider-Man comes out.
1: And we're going to, we're going to, and we're about to talk about Morbius. Yeah, but we're gonna. We may look back, and, and look. To be fair, we can't leave out Shang Chi was was. I know. Uh, came out this year. But I always used,
0: say. I always like, say I have to say that when they first came out with the with the schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the original schedule was after, after End 2020 yeah. was supposed to be just those two movies. Black Widow, no, yeah. Eternals. Yeah, and again, to me, that that to be your comeback season, given what those movies are. What they appear to be, I guess. Okay. I have not seen Eternals yet, and to be honest, again, there's some part of this where like the, the book is kind of written in terms of the reception of Eternals. That to me, again, I would say very peculiar. The fact that you don't come yeah. out with a banger. I know they had the Disney Plus stuff and, and, in, the, in the works too, so maybe they felt comfortable with, you know, the Disney Plus stuff was was heat. You know, I think and, they and, and, I think they hit a you know they were three for three on all. And of them. it makes
1: you wonder if maybe maybe they knew internally. Internally, that Eternals. Uh, maybe they knew internally that Eternals wasn't what they maybe thought it was, and maybe that's why they pushed it back behind Shang Chi. Um, that always seemed like a weird decision. It was like why why are they moving Shang Chi up, and moving Eternals back? Um, maybe they maybe they knew we couldn't we can't we couldn't survive having these two movies. That that seems very like defeatist. <laughs> I don't know if they they operate like that, but.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't know if I can say that only because you know, unless you know this movie isn't isn't like just pure garbage. Yes, you know, yeah, like not if it was something like Catwoman, yeah. I you know then I can say, well, you know what, yeah, they right. definitely did some maneuvering because they knew they were gonna take a hit with this. Yeah, they knew what they had. Uh, I think that they it. thought this movie was really good and that people would like it, including critics. And again, we don't know what people think yet, but for, uh, uh, I think that I think they I think this is all a rude awakening. Right, that's my but idea. I was gonna
1: say that, you know we we may be looking back at twenty twenty one and saying that this was
0: the worst this year was the year of,
1: of Sony. You know? Mm. I mean we've got Venom wasn't like, you know, a great movie, but made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Pre- post pandemic records at the box. Yeah,
1: post pandemic you know, pretty much set records regardless, you know. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of October, it was only behind uh only behind the Joker for 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 October movies. Um but not only that, but now we're going to have Spider-Man, we'll see what that is, and then January, which is in 2021, but in January, we got Morbius coming out.
0: Yeah. So let's talk, let, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Morbius cuz Sony Pictures gave us our first look at Morbius in nearly 2 years. That first trail, I had to look it up cuz it came out in January of 2020. I actually couldn't believe that it was that long ago. But that's the last time we saw any footage from Morbius. Um, this new trail that we got this week, it shows uh, a frail, dying uh, Dr. Michael Morbius seeking experimental treatment uh, that it's apparently involves bats in hopes of curing some kind of debilitating disease that he is suffering from. Um, we see him, you know, it looks like he's in some some country that's poorer than America, uh, trying to help kids and stuff. I guess this is kind of a disease that's been going around the world, and he's the top expert on it. And he's turning to bats to try to cure uh, this disease. And uh, we see a dramatic scene, not unlike something that you probably see from like uh, a Christopher Nolan Batman movie (laughs) uh, (laughs) of him in that cave and all the bats coming out. Um, uh, But once he kind of undergoes uh, that treatment, he kind of has this transformation into this vampire-like creature. Uh, He has a superhuman strength. He has this bat radar. Uh, We see he has flying abilities. And um, we see kind of parts where he looks more human and there are parts where he looks almost full vampire bat-like in this trailer. Uh, We also have several Easter eggs, um, references to Spider-Man. There's that shot we saw uh, before where, you know, someone spray painted Murderer over a picture of what definitely looks like uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. We see, uh, obviously, uh, Vulture and him kind of trade barbs at one point saying that, you know, they should, uh, they should keep in touch. Uh, at least that's what uh, vulture told to uh, Morbius. We don't know what that means. There's a shot of Oscorp in the background. Um, there's a daily bugle uh, newspaper that has allusions to the black cat, which looks more real. Like there actually is a black cat. And then there's a rhino illusion that is a little less looks a little more Fun. It's something about like the, the zoo a zoo hoax that happened and a rhino got loose something like that but the black cat thing definitely you know it says friend or foe so it looks like maybe there's a person who is the black cat who's going around stealing stuff or whatever um so a lot to take from this trailer um like I said the first one that came out in January I think was extremely well received I couldn't get a feel how people thought about this one to be honest um it didn't seem to no, like the f- fanfare that the what first I... one did what I can but, tell what, it was five what, um okay and
1: i mean I, I mean i enjoyed it uh a ton um I mean, it seems like you already didn't create the fanfare that the last one did and i think a lot of that is centered around it didn't reveal anything that we didn't already know um right. kind of recycled the same you know a lot of the same stuff and and just showed us new shots and more shots of the actual vampire morbius um but I think people are excited about this movie um, to the degree that they'd be excited for a Mobius movie. Uh, you know, I think that there were there were a lot of people where this was not a movie on their radar, um, but they know how to cut a trailer, man. I don't know if it's Sony or just this specific team, but they, they know how to they, they know how to they know how to cut a trailer because um, if you told me that movie and Eternals, and I didn't know the whole Marvel context of everything, I, I might say, I'd rather see that movie. You know? I, it doesn't look boring. <laughs> um, it may be bad, uh, but <laughs> doesn't look boring, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, this, that, I thought that was a really good trailer, and I mean, the, the part that I think is most interesting is, like you said, the, it's very, it's a very confusing Spider-Verse uh, with like you said, the allusion to the Raimi Spider-Man. You've got the Oscorp building that was in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. You've got the Daily Bugle that is, is, is the same Daily Bugle that was in the Raimi movies, but also in Venom. Right. You've got the allusion to Venom, yeah. and then you've got Keaton. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going. Yeah, on. I mean, I mean, to, I mean, it's it's and it's, it comes out after No Way Home. So we may know what's going on after No Way Home, but yeah, as of right now, I don't know. Was it
0: supposed to always come out after No Way Home?
1: No, it's supposed to come out way before. We're supposed to have that's, already seen. That's really weird. Um, uh, now sometimes you've got situations where movies will will come out and they don't tell the whole story until, like well, you you don't see the full picture, um, like we saw with with uh, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know. Uh, with 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 uh, with Julia Louise Dreyfus, you know, um, and how they had to they had to change Black Widow because of her having already shown up in in Foster and Winter Soldier. Uh, so sometimes you have those situations where things right, but keep, this
0: this seems extreme. Like this feels yeah, like you'd have to change that, the whole movie to make this work. All this confusion has
1: anything to do with No
0: Way Home? Like you're right. That that would be extreme. Right, or or you'd be saying, oh, we were gonna. Like the the person who's gonna watch the movie not understanding what's going on, and then they'd watch No Way Home and figure it out, which seems very risky. Um, yeah, that's the part of this trailer that was a little hard for me to kind of gather in terms of timelining, and you know maybe it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking about things that technically don't matter about you know when the movie was gonna come out, and you know, because technically you know the the movies come out when they come out. So like Kendall said, they can make adjustments and do whatever they need to do, and we take it as is. Um. The fact that Morbius and Spider-Man are so close almost makes me wonder. You know, is there a chance that, you know, Morbius is, uh, in many ways, a precursor to like what we see in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and they just wanted to excuse I me, mean, first uh, No Way Home, and and you know they want to keep it as close as possible so that people you know aren't watching the movie months later and being like, what the hell? This we already know about this stuff. You know, <laughs> you no, know, was this kind of supposed to be kind of like uh, you know like your Sony verse uh, stands like you know like great prequel? You know uh, to uh, that that people would you know kind of re- you know go back to like to kind of look back on it and see how it compares to what they saw from the uh, Marvel produced uh, No Way Home and how they connect. It's uh that that's the part of it that's a little weird. You know, in Venom, you know the Venom Let There Be Carnage movie, there is no the you know there's stuff. Obviously, by now you probably heard there's stuff maybe in the post credit, but in the movie, there's nothing about Spider Man or anything like that. Um, within the world that we are presented with, that would suggest there's anything going on with a multiverse or things like that. So, this movie, again, it clear there's something, there's something going on. Uh, what it is exactly, and how it fits? is, it doesn't, I, that's the part of it I'm still trying to figure out. I, I saw someone
1: make the case, or I, I don't maybe, maybe, maybe I'm making this up, but I, I don't maybe yeah. I just came up with it, but do you think that there is a chance that, like, I saw someone make the case with, I think it was Christian Harlow had made the case about, uh, with the Flash trailer, that maybe the two Ezra Millers, like, maybe one of them is actually Grant Gustin, like, the other guy, or something like that. Maybe it's a hoax. Maybe there aren't two Ezra Millers. But, and I don't think that's the case, but speaking on this trailer, do you think that there's a chance that maybe all that is, like, we talk, we kind of talked about that. When we saw the set photos, like is this all going to be changed with CGI? Doesn't seem like that's the case now. Everything that we that we saw in the in the set photos is in the trailer. Um, I can't imagine there, that. Yeah, there's a chance that there's there's a switcheroo coming, and we you know I mean the Venom thing is in there, but we figure out you know it, yeah it's actually it's just in the. Also, in the how, does he,
0: how how does he know who Venom is? Venom is not
1: some public like, figure, right?
0: Yeah. He's not like like the the you know a lot of people still don't know who he is. I know he you know he shows up at that you know glow party, but I don't think people think he's Venom. I think they just think oh that's right. guy that has a really cool costume. Like yeah, right. like so so even that part. Of my, how does he know who Venom is? Like part of me yeah. wonders that. Did anybody that um, line in that trailer make any sense even in the movie? Like you know because you never know what these Sony releases they just. It, it, like,
1: I think I think it's a
0: great trailer line, but. Like, it's going to help get people to go see it. Definitely going to help make people go see it. And it was a good trailer line, by the way. I didn't even... In terms of how I felt about this trailer, um, I thought this trailer was... I I will categorize it as okay to me. Um, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but I think a lot of that is because the first one had the the benefit of being able to shock you with these holy-ish things in it. Um, Yeah. This one, because you're kind of expecting that stuff, you're kind of waiting to see if there's going to be anything more beyond it. And to be fair, they did give us some more. Again, yeah, he knows who Venom is. There's an Oscorp sign in there that looks like the Amazing Spider-Man Oscorp sign. Uh, there's again the Daily Bugle, which we know there's a Daily Bugle in San Francisco. That you know, because we got that kind of confirmed in the last uh, Venom movie. But like, uh, there's a Daily Bugle. They're talking about Black Cat, so there's stuff in there. But and it's they still. Referenced- Oh, you're doing something like the guy in San Francisco, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's there's some stuff in there, but it's nothing. All that stuff almost feels like small potatoes when you consider that Spider-Man is going to potentially change the whole game. So it's like all this stuff is like nice little cute things, but like until I know more about that stuff, this this stuff doesn't doesn't tell me much.
1: I think it and, was smart
0: for them. What are you gonna say? i was gonna say and, and last thing i just feel like i don't know if michael morbius's story is necessarily the vehicle or the vessel i would want to learn more about what the hell is going on <laughs> with this i guess spider-verse you know what i'm saying like like the, all that is, is is the backdrop to this development of michael morbius which seems just fu- like just fine you know i think the action seems pretty good the cgi in him looks great he looks like morbius um but like, am I that interested in my in Morbius in this? Like, to me, he's very secondary in my opinion. Like, I don't really care much about him in this trailer, which is terrible because uh, that's what they're trying to get me to do. There's enough action. There's enough. I thought that they. I mean, I really do think the CGI in this is pretty excellent. I think even even the effect on his eyes when he. I mean, goes it's crazy. That, I mean, I I mean look, looks doing looks really it. good. I mean, they do a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in here, but it's just I, I you know I just feel like I wonder like you know, where it lies next to Spider-Man. I just wonder if it it, this movie is not, it's not going to have a chance with me because of it, you know? Because this trailer just didn't hit, I think, the way maybe um, it hit for other people. I didn't think it was a bad trailer. I thought it was a a fine trailer, but not the, again, the first trailer, I was this movie I did not care about at all. That first trailer made me like, oh, crap, I got to pay attention to this. Did I feel that way after watching this? No. Look, I—I I mean, I
1: poo-pooed the idea of a Morbius movie when they announced it. I mean, I was like, "This is stupid." I think almost everybody. I'm does. not gonna go see this movie. Yeah, I think we all did. Um, I didn't take it seriously, but it looks—it looks a lot cooler than I would have given it credit for. Um, they're doing a movie. They're doing a Morbius movie. They're not—you know—they're not like like DC man. They had a lot of stupid ideas that they never even felt. They never went through it and i guess credit to them but i just it became like the boy who cried wolf would have these movie announcements i'm still waiting on a static shot something because they keep saying they're doing it but i got to see something with dc you know you never really know um but when it comes to when with something with sony when they say they're doing something 9 times out of 10 it ends up coming out um so yeah i mean this is it's it's crazy i mean they're doing a morbius movie i the idea i don't love it but with what they're showing us it it looks like a real movie it, it doesn't it's not low budget it's not like it's some it's some complete joke um so yeah no i mean this i i i i'm all in i mean i guess the 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 what i'll say is that i think they're smart in marketing this movie before spider-man and i think there were a lot of there are a lot of people are, that are upset that they haven't released that second trailer yet um People that thought that it was coming out Monday Night Football last week, people that you know are are wondering why they why they they're starting to promote a Morbius movie that comes out after Spider Man.
0: But it's like if but, not now, when? I like, I don't really like you know. I know we talked a little bit about this off air, but I'm like I don't like. The, like, it's coming out in January. Like they have to do, they have to put out something. They haven't put out they like, have something. They have to put out
1: years. something. And I think it's smart to do it now because once that Spider Man trailer drops, no one's gonna care anything about Morbius. So right, like I I, I, I,
0: I don't I, care about Morbius, and there is no Spider Man <laughs> trailer out. So right. yeah, exactly. Like you have, you got to get people. To, you got to get
1: a reaction. You're not, you weren't gonna get a reaction if you did, it, if you did it two weeks after the Spider Man trailer came out. No one would care. Because uh, then, at that point, people will be waiting for the Spider-Man movie to come out. They wouldn't be worried about, you know, a Morbius trailer. Um, yeah. Right now, the Morbius trailer is is the main thing in the in the medium right now. Um, besides Eternals reviews, bad Eternals reviews, and the Morbius trailer. And so, it's you know, it's 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 a win for them. Once the Spider-Man thing comes out, that's that's it. That that's the only thing people will be talking about. For until the movie comes out, basically, <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 your shot, and and they they took it, but I yeah, I mean, I I, I tend to think that this is I I don't know I I I don't really want to guess what's what's going on. Well, I mean what I what I think is going on is I think that they're they're just merging everything, but. Uh, <laughs> frankly but yeah i mean that's, that's we'll have a better idea that's fairly
0: clear yeah yeah we'll um, have a better yeah
1: when that movie comes out or yeah. when inspiring
0: yeah exactly um but again i will say uh hit uh morbius looks good jared leto looks good as morbius um action looks on point um like if you were going to do a Morbius movie, like, this is the best I feel like it could look. So, you know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like a, a Morbius idea. movie sounds really goofy. But if you told me, yeah. yo, we're, we're committed, and I'm like, all right, let's see. We're going to make this God. up late. And I can watch this, I'd be like, uh, I mean, this is the best I could have imagined this could be. And then, like, it's not. I'm not saying that, like, yes, it's somewhat of a back end compliment, but I don't mean that to say this looks bad. Like, I, I'm like, this looks pretty good. Like, I, I would never expect it. it could have been, like, probably this convincing um but it does feel like in some ways it's kind of like the anti-venom no no pun intended i know there is an anti-venom uh character but in some ways (laughs) it's kind of the anti-venom because i feel like this movie takes itself super seriously um we got a little bit of lighthearted moment with the end where he has the venom line but like everything else in this movie feels very serious it actually reminds me a lot of like the first venom trailer we were getting for that venom movie um that ended up being something totally different when we actually watched the film and some of the other promotional stuff they put out. But this movie takes itself very seriously. and I think it kind of had to, um, because if it didn't, I think it would have dead on arrival, you know? So the, the fact that it takes up the series, the fact that everyone in it seems to be serious. Leto again, seems very committed to this. Uh, it's intriguing. Um, I just don't know if this trailer did enough to make me say, yo, I gotta see it now. Like, it's just there's too much of this backdrop with Spider-Man It's going to make it difficult uh, as we sit here today with this. But um, I want to move on and talk about um, a movie that we will not be seeing. Uh, we, you know, If it wasn't confirmed already, it's confirmed now. Uh, and that's uh, Ava DuVernay's New God. So this is a project we knew that she was attached to. We learned this probably a couple of years ago. And that she was writing this with uh, comic book writer Tom King. And... We had gotten word that that movie had indeed been axed by DC. They said something about how uh, where it fit in the schedule, it just didn't work out. You know, typical, you know, uh, you know, studio kind of, you know, PR statement. Uh, Ava Duvernay was on SiriusXM um, where she did an interview. Obviously, she did the new show uh, with Colin Kaepernick that's been um, getting a lot of attention. So I think she's doing the media rounds, and she was asked about this DC project that she apparently been working on. And essentially, she said that DC did not want to pursue um, new guys any further because, quote, that part of the comic film world was uh, um, was was already being explored uh, through another movie. Um, she didn't say what movie that was, but when you consider w- the the details in Zack Snyder's Justice League that involve Apocalypse and, of course, involve Dark Side. Um, it's very easy to kind of jump to the thing, okay, that must have meant that Zack Snyder's Justice League, their uh, decision to move forward with it meant that DC decided that he no longer wanted to do New Gods. Um, I'll be honest, Kendall, and I talked to you, again, we talked a little bit about this off air. Like, like, to me, I don't really understand why this has anything to do with each other. I know, obviously, you know, when you talk about the story of the New Guards, New Gods, apocalypse and dark side is essential to telling the story but i felt like Zack snyder's justice league really scratched the surface in regards to dark side and apocalypse it's obviously we got a lot of the dark side no no much more compared to anything we saw from the justice league cut that we got from whedon but i mean we still don't know very much about what was going to be everything involving Apocalypse and, and dark side from Jack Stein Justice League. And if you're doing a New Gods movie, that would have went way more into detail about that part of the comic book world in terms of exploring that part of the world, as Avery DuVernay says. So why DC decided that they didn't want to move forward with that, especially when all we keep hearing is that the Jack Stein Justice League with this one shot that, you know, we shouldn't be looking forward to any more um, Jack Stein Justice League movies. Shouldn't be looking forward to any more um, Zack Snyder projects with DC. I don't understand why that project decapped um, Ava DuVernay's project with Tom King, which she says was asked before uh, her and King could even finish completing the script. But I guess maybe it's a good thing because you, know, you complete a whole script and they're like, yeah, oh, sorry, you don't want to do it. In some says maybe it's good that they didn't finish the script for their sake. But... um, but I don't really quite understand that. I guess the notion is that you know they don't want two dark sides running around. But again, you weren't, you're allegedly not moving forward anything with Snyder. And if there were, if their thought was, oh well, if this is somehow worse than the dark side that was told in the Snyder cut, then, uh, then you know people would get mad on the internet. I mean, I'm sorry. Then this is a, a very soft and a very um, um. I'll just keep it at soft. A, a very soft uh film company. And that would be a really ridiculous reason not to move forward with project that I think, you know, there were a lot of fans that were looking forward to see what this was going to be. And I really hope it wasn't this fear that a potential hijacking was going to happen from the Snyder, uh, the Snyder and the Acolytes, because that would be terrible. But overall, I don't really quite understand why this movie got cut for those reasons, if those are indeed the reasons why. Yeah. Um,
1: do I think the Snyder cut had... Something to do with this? Uh, Yes. Um, I think... I don't know if it was direct or indirect. Uh, Was it directly a story thing of... This would contradict something that was... The direction that Snyder wanted to go in. And we didn't want to confuse people or... You know, because we have to understand that... Once that movie comes out... Zack Snyder is going to be asked... And he doesn't have to comment, but, we I mean, Snyder's been pretty vocal on when it comes to D.C. and his story and whatnot and his vision. And Fee, you know, all he has to do is say, nah, that's not what I would have done. And then now, like you said, you talked about the Acolytes and it becomes a thing and whatnot. Um, and that's a very simple way of looking at it. But, uh, you know again, did were there, were there specific contradictions that they knew about and they wanted to go in a different direction? Um, was it a situation where, or again, was it more indirect where they said, because we've already done this, you know, we don't want to, we, you know, we don't even want to go down that path anymore. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. You know, I I mean, another indirect thing could be, you know, I mean, we talked about it when when this movie came out. And it's funny, because we're we're at this moment now. But we we all we always saw the parallels between this and Eternals. And, you know, was the timing where they said to themselves, well, Marvel's getting their movie out first. It's not even worth the fight. Um, And, you know, obviously, Ava DuVernay is a a heck of a filmmaker. Yeah, she's a heavyweight um, in this game. So I'm sure they're not. I'm not saying they were shaking in their boots. They, uh, they, they
0: should not have. Yeah. If 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 they wanted to, if they wanted to see Chloe Zhao with Ava DuVernay. That's a that's a that's a clash of the titans that they shouldn't have ran from.
1: Yeah, you know the early stuff with, with Marvel was, was intimidating. I'm saying, oh, this is gonna be the greatest movie of all right, time. Nothing, and no. that was uh, way off the mark, but. Um, you know, if 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 that spooked them, you know, because Disney's, I mean, Warner Brothers has been first to the punch on a lot of this stuff, on a lot of these concepts, and this was not going to be that. Uh, you know, like the Suicide Squad was was a first, you know, Joker was a first, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was a first. So, you know, uh, they, they've been they've been Marvel's in a lot of areas been been piggybacking off of what they've done. Um, the Eternals would not have been that. Even though, again, these these movies were green litter around a similar similar time. Um, these projects were green litter at a similar time. But to me, I mean, it's interesting. I, I look personally. I again, <laughs> I just mentioned in the last segment, DC announcing a movie and not following through. Following through with it, shocker. Um, you know, not the first time that's happened. Uh, I was not really i wasn't super excited about this i wasn't super excited about this or eternal it's not necessarily my genre or my 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 wing of the comic book world that i'm most excited about um but i agree with you on that you know but there, there but it's still you know again i always say it's i've never i'm never against the movie being made because it's the difference between that and maybe the movie's not made, you know, and maybe you end up with a great movie that Guardians, I would, I would have never known that the Guardians of the Galaxy could be, you know, if they would have said no. Maybe that movie just doesn't exist and, and and maybe those characters are irrelevant in my eyes. So you always can get illuminated by things. But, yeah, I mean, my question to you is what story do you think is more interesting? Do you think it's, do you think this or the story James Wan told about the trench? Mm, uh-huh. You know, and I mean, yeah. he talked about how The Trench was actually a secret Black Manta movie that they decided not to go forward with. And, you know, there are a lot of people asking the question, why didn't they just do that? Because why that actually sounds cool. I'm like, yeah. I mean, we talked about The Trench when it came out. I, I was the most staunch that this is a stupid idea. Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. Um, You know, I, 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 Shamari is the biggest Aquaman fan of us all. You know, I think he might have given it the most, you know, leeway. I, I just was. I told you guys. I think I said it on the show. I'm not watching this movie. Um, <laughs> I, you know, the trench. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> how far? How low can we go? And to hear that it was a black man to movie again. To me, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Like it's. Stupid, I don't
0: know what to call it. I would not call it marketing. I guess it's right. More, but marketing, marketing. Yeah, that's the word I was coming to media make, yeah. manipulation. It's just a right. stupid, it's a stupid strategy. Yeah, I mean well, there's a lot of people in these film companies and we talk about it a bunch um with various films, but you know, we, we focus on comic book movie here, so that's what we focus on, that are extremely out of touch. So clearly some studio head at Warner Media, I assume, thought that a Black Manta movie was not something that would hit in terms of uh creating excitement and creating buzz. And somehow that doing the trench, which was supposed to be about you know, the sea monsters in Atlantis and uh, kind of be a underwater horror film that that would be something that would appeal to more people somehow. Um, it's completely idiotic. I'm going to be honest. And I, I'm sorry. I apologize. To anybody. So is that whether, how you heard that? Whether it was, Wan's idea, whether it was Wan's idea or whether it was a Warner media person idea, whoever's the idea it was, it was really dumb to push this film as that. 'Cause nobody that that's ridiculous. That you don't think people want to see a Black Manta movie? Are you crazy? Who are you gonna take on? Well, yeah, I mean I almost took it as that the
1: that the 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 trench movie it was a hoax and that they were just using it as a cover. That they were there was no trench movie obviously, but that they just didn't want people to, to, to sniff out that there was a black manta movie coming out. I don't get the strategy in that at all if that's the case um to me i think because my thing is they nixed it like what if the reaction to the i, I, I don't think like the black man movie the reaction would have been like everybody saying oh my gosh but there would have been some people kind of like Morbius being like eh. <laughs> interesting uh, i guess we'll see how, how that ends up going but it still sounds cooler than the trench you know i'm still i'm still gonna give it uh, i'm still gonna give it a chance the trench there were just too many people that were like i'm not gonna not gonna give that uh even a second and it had no buzz there was no, there was no talk and i i feel like they they nixed it they nixed the black Manta movie in part because they probably gonna they're probably gonna weave his story into the the main aquaman storylines but still i don't know i mean it's 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 a weird strategy to wanna i mean i've never
0: seen it before i mean i'm sure maybe it's happened but, yeah, I mean, the statement that he posted on Instagram is so short that, like, you know, again, it's, I guess it's interpretation. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, you could be right. Maybe they were trying to pull a fast one. I I, I don't—I just don't understand that. I don't know what the point is. Yeah, I don't know what the point is. Because this wasn't—remember, that trends thing, this wasn't a thing that was kind of circulating on, like, you know, the lesser-known website. I don't want to be disrespectful, you know, but the lesser-known—not the major trades, you know what I'm saying—
1: yeah, uh, yeah. No, this this was on the
0: this was on the major this was on the major trades. This was this is like when they, you know this was on your Hollywood Reporter, your yeah, your yeah. Variety. This is the we we want to get out information that's confirmed, but we can't say it's confirmed yet. They go to these outlets, and they were saying that the trench is a movie that they were doing. Uh, why would you lie to those outlets and say actually it was a Black Manta movie? Now again, maybe it's because they're dumb and that's why they're doing that. But again, I assume that maybe the movie was gonna be. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was gonna be called the Trench, but I think that, that this was gonna be this idea that maybe Black Manta was gonna be, you know, going up against these monsters of the under, you know, Atlantis world, and that him being obviously human and whoever he's with, seeing him kind of fight these things would have been really cool. It does sound and it's really funny cool. because they actually both of
1: those movies got nixed, new guys in in the Trench at yeah. the exact same time.
0: Yeah, I mean the answer to answer the question that you had posed. I mean to me, I, uh, I mean if if he's saying this is a secret Black Manta movie, Black Manta movie, then that's the movie I'd rather see. And that's not to say that, um, you know, I'm not as high on. I I will say this. I know you compared New Guys and Eternals, I was much, I would, I was much more interested in New Guys than I was in Internals. Um, even if that, again, I agree that those kind of movies aren't necessarily my cup of tea in terms of like, or at least those stories in the superheroes aren't necessarily my cup of tea. But um, comparing to Black Manta, I would rather see them tell a story involving Black Manta that goes more in depth. Um, Because Aquaman really obviously just scratched the surface with who he is and his character. And yeah, um, the idea that, I don't know why they nixed that movie. You know, I, I would be very curious to understand what that was about um because we know they're moving forward with Aquaman movies that include Black Manta. So uh the next movie includes Black Manta. So why they couldn't do this third movie, I guess. I don't know. Was this movie supposed to come out before or after the sequel, the Aquaman sequel? I don't remember. The Trench uh from what I from what I read that they said it was supposed to
1: come out before. I was just I'm just going over it now.
0: Yeah, so that would have that would have that would have made that would I mean in in theory that would have been a really great way to to build build black manta going into a third aquaman movie because you know he did get kind of a short end of the stick in the first aquaman you know because orm was the main villain so now you give black manta a whole movie you turn him into this kind of badass kind of villain and maybe make him a little anti-hero in the movie and then he goes mano a mano with aquaman as kind of the full main villain in a third you know atlantis film a second aquaman movie that makes sense why they pitched it as something that wasn't that? Again, the only word I could use is idiotic in terms of why that would make sense to somebody, but that appears to be something of what happened. You know, I, who's to say for sure? But um, but it's a uh, it's a shame. It's a shame we didn't get to see this because uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen is uh, a phenomenal actor and. I'm really hoping that like he gets a lot more in this next Aquaman movie. Uh, you know, his part in it, his you know, we're, we're good, but you know, we didn't get a lot. And seeing the work he's done since, we know he's capable of a lot. So it's just like it's it's funny because he could he could, be, he could be he could be DC's killmonger if they really want to go that route. Um, not necessarily in terms of like the cause he's going for, but just like that intensity, uh, that energy. Like, he could definitely bring that. And, you know, if we would have got a whole movie of that, like, just like we enjoyed Killmonger in um, in What If, like, you know, we, we could have gotten something centered around more of that character. I think the same could be said for uh, for, uh, for uh, Black Manta. Any last things on this? Uh, no, I was
1: just going to say that uh, Peter Saffron. Um, who's a, yeah you know, big producer. He kind of is Nate Moore of DC, uh, to some degree. He, um, he talked about in 2019, I mean, he gave a whole thing about the trench and, you know, it's going to be so cool to capture these creatures and, you know, the underwater horror, blah, blah, blah. Like he gave a whole spiel in an interview talking about this thing. And so <laughs> To think that it was, it, it may have been, it may have been all at work. I, There has to be, I think there is some nuance to what, he, what he's saying. There has to be some nuance. Um, Like you no, said, it, maybe. It looks,
0: it looks like he's just hustling
1: back. Maybe it was a, a trial balloon. Maybe somebody, somebody was like, liked that concept. And they said, let's, let's not do that. Or let's, let's see how the people react. I mean, I don't know i don't really know what other way to put it the 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 press release with new gods in the trench being uh being axed at the same time and then juan and duvernay talking about those getting axed at the same time (laughs) being now and what what went behind that doesn't seem like a coincidence um i agree with that too you know, I don't know what I don't know what that means. I don't know just but the timing of that, for whatever reason they've been given they've been given the go to be like, all right, you guys can talk now. Like the, <laughs> the statute of limitations are off
0: awesome one of those stories. Them. Um Yeah, especially, you know, Ava even being cued that question. Like, you know, nobody was even talking about new guys in DC and D C In fact that uh that they even thought to ask her almost makes you feel like you know, someone told her told them, Hey, you know, throw this in there you wanna get, you know, a nice little hit for your podcast or your radio show and right. some headlines, you know, you know, you know, uh, the person that did it, they, they got it. They, they got a bump because <laughs> they asked her that question. So, uh, so yeah, I do agree. It seemed to be some kind of, again, like you said, a statute of limitations or some kind of a gag order that is uh, no longer in effect when it comes to those two films. So interesting to say the least. Uh, let's wrap the show talking about, animated content so of course you guys know how much we love su- uh, superhero cartoons as well if you haven't already you should go check out our youtube channel where we're doing weekly recaps of young justice uh season four phantoms um we've done uh three episode recaps already so definitely go over there check it out we did the recent one uh tonight and that's already up on our youtube channel new generation media and one of the the shows that you know is close to our heart is of course x-men the animated series the 90s show which uh by almost by many accounts is one of the more accurate comic book adaptations that we've seen put to animation especially on network television and it's been a long time since we've seen any x-men uh cartoon for that matter we've not seen um wolverine the x-men which i believe was the last uh x-men cartoon that was probably about uh, like 10 years ago um, before that, he had X-Men Evolution. That was probably about you know 15 to almost 20 years ago. And of course, you got uh, X-Men the Animated Series, which is, a, is a c- closing in on 30 years. So only three shows in the span of all that time and none in like 10 years. We know what's happened with the Fox and Disney deal. That did not stop Marvel from doing that animated content, but we also know what came with that deal and Marvel not wanting to highlight characters that weren't part of their... Uh, Disney IP and and how the X-Men kind of got the the, the 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 shaft with that but we're learning we've been hearing a lot of different kind of whispers about maybe there's something happening perhaps even a revival of the X-Men the animated series that's going on over there at Marvel Marvel Studios now uh, controls all of the animated content that comes out from uh, Marvel and uh, Casey Walsh of uh, the Change My Mind podcast says that he's heard that Marvel Studios is indeed working on an X-Men cartoon. Now he says it's unsure if it's quote something new or if they're retooling something. But he says there was talk about a year ago that people involved with that certain theme song may have had conversations with a studio. And I hear I did hear in 2023 that there is a possibly uh, there is possibly there is a possibly animated project going into the works. So. Um, when you when you hear, hear him say you know that certain theme song he's talking about the iconic X Men theme song from the 90s. Um, shout out to all the uh, original uh, creators for the X Men the animated series. Lyle Houston of course being the director. Um, so many of them are are really engaged online and and perhaps this is you no know, part of a test run or test trial that they're trying to get and see what the engagement is. Maybe there's something that is a work as we say in the past and I've said that about the Snyder cut and things like that. There is some of this to me, Kendall, that does feel like a bit of a work with how involved they are and kind of keeping the X-Men, the animated series in the conversation on social media, but shout out to them for being so engaged and, and constantly shouting out to people who continue to talk about how much they love that show. Um, I I won it. We're long overdue for an X-Men cartoon. I've said this. If people follow me on Twitter, who listen to this podcast, I've said that a bunch, I keep saying it because I want it to happen. We're, we're it's supremely long overdue for an X-Men cartoon. Um, the X-Men are the hottest right now, maybe one of the hottest comic books out right now, thanks to the work by Jonathan Hickman. Their story is super engaging. And with the Fox-Disney deal that's happening, um, the X-Men maybe not, it's been a long time since the X-Men have been this popular that isn't centered around some kind of movie that's come out. So uh, one, Kendall, do you, what do you think of this news and, and what would you rather see? Would you rather see a revival of the X-Men Animated Series? Or would you prefer they do something new uh, with a new X-Men show? Um, yeah, I mean, Casey Walsh is pretty legit. Yes, he is. Um, Shout out to Casey Walsh, by the way.
1: Yes, Uh, we'll see. Um, We'll see what ends up happening with that. Um... I mean, in terms of, in terms of what is all happening, it's so tough because he, again, he was very vague, obviously, in what he wanted to say and what he could say. I, is this Marvel Studios or is this just Marvel Animation? Um, well, we all clear, know, as
0: I said, you no, know, Marvel Studios is producing every all Marvel. Like Kevin Feige is in charge of all Marvel animation at this point, so it is coming from he, Marvel Studios now. Whether it's Know, right, like link to the movie somehow. That's a different right. story. But not everything that he's not all animation.
1: Is,
0: yeah, it's not everything that is the deal that he did with them.
1: is Marvel Studios? Um, in terms of, you know, I mean, they have an animation guy Marvel Studios that you know they just that they just propped up with right. what if, but, you know, like the Spider Man, the Spider Man, you know, and his amazing friend show, you know, the Kid Joe that we talked about a couple weeks ago, like, that's not Marvel Studios. Um, You know, and and so we'll see, would that be something that is on, you know, Disney Channel, you know, or something that's on you know, Disney Plus or, you know, is it something that would be a, a, you know, again, a Marvel Studios animated series? I don't think it would be Marvel Studios, that's my guess. Because I think anything Marvel Studios would be, on some degree, canon and I don't think they're going to introduce anything like that in animated form, not with the X-Men.
0: <laughs> so, no, I mean, it's definitely uh, not going to be, when I say Marvel, again, I say Marvel, he mentioned Marvel Studios. I mean, I think that he's, again, I mean, there's a Marvel animation division, but they all answer the Feige. So it's all, it's all under Marvel Studios. The question is, is it, again, canon to the Marvel Studio movie that we're we're seeing? Which, again, I think that there may be kind of a, weird, we may be, we're entering a weird world, uh, excuse me, a weird world, with, you know, a multiverse happening? You know, is it possible that there are multiverses where the animated shows that are being happening are part of a multiverse that they're creating? Uh, that's possible, for sure. You know, perhaps that's why everything is under Kevin Feige. I don't know. But just like how, you know, Young Justice, the show we just talked about, is on Earth-16, which is a DC Earth. It is part of the multiverse. Um, you know, so that, that's that's uh, that's kind of the question you have with that. Yeah no, I mean yeah I mean I I feel like,
1: um, we're 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 at a point with, um, if they are doing something, I would assume that it would be a singular, it'd be a singular project, if it's something new, or even if it's something continued, um, because they don't they, I mean they don't have actors picked out, you know I'm not even sure if they know what characters. They're gonna to want to tackle, um, you know. They may have ideas that they that they want to go about, uh, but I actually think that this would probably be a little more conventional uh, X Men that maybe we may even get in the uh, in the movies. Um, I mean, the movies we may get a more more radical version of the X Men. You know, radical whatever that means, uh, but a, a more a, a more creative version, um, but. It's. It, I don't know. I mean, it's gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, like we've got the the Marvel cartoon that we, the Spider Man cartoon that we had most recently. I mean, that is certainly different from anything we've ever seen from Spider Man, but it's also vastly different from what we've seen from Holland. And yeah, you know they 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 be they make sure to keep that separate from from any idea that that's that that is the same character. Uh, and again, then we, then we had the one most recently that certainly a little bit more, uh, you know, influenced by the MCU, but still has characters, sort of a mix. Cause you have in that cartoon, like Black Panther is like, his costume looks like the one from the movie, but then you've got, you know, Miles Morales and, and Spider-Gwen, you know, who have no MCU history so it's a little bit of a mix we'll see what happens with this x-men series if it if that in fact is a a direction they want to go um but i also just assume that they have they see value in having stuff not everything not not everything being you know produced by marvel studios and not everything having the marvel studios tag um because that puts you in a box i mean we saw what if you know they they wanted they, they wanted to be able to do a Marvel Studios animation series, and ended up being decent, um, but they also had to play within this MCU sandbox, and that's that's not something that I think they would want to do with an X Men series. So, I mean, what I want to see is is an X Men evolution continuation, but. Um, you know we'll see we'll see what what this ends up being hey, I obviously would, he, I would he was make humming my... the theme yeah. song yeah he was humming the theme song to the to the original uh mm-hmm. i'm not dying to see that uh but it is what it is we'll see what happens
0: yeah i mean so i would make a joke about you know your love for x-men uh, evolution but I, i've come to learn that uh, that show is way more popular than i ever would have imagined um Oh yeah, okay. I mean it's it's not, it's not completely out of the question. It's it's unlikely. Out of a, the question for a revival? Uh, it's definitely. I think it's definitely out of the question for a revival.
1: I can't say it's out of the question because, oh, like you no, said, no there way.
0: is a there is a fan base. No, I I think that I think that they will be on crack to do a revival of an X Men show and it, it, it be something that's not X Men the animated series. I, the evolution is not. Even Wolverine, there's there's, there's iconic, there's iconic status, like, and I'm not trying to disrespect X-Men, the evolution, X-Men evolution, but clearly the Fox's X-Men has a level of iconic status that really rivals only Batman, the animated series. The notion that you're going to revive anything that's not that is crazy to me, including Wolverine, the X-Men, which I, I completely love. Um, and I would be excited if they did do that, but from a business standpoint, from a trying to create the most buzz standpoint, it is it, just foolish to say we're gonna revive, you know, that show or a show that had one season. That a lot of people still don't even know about in terms of Wolverine X Men and X Men Evolution, which while it has it has a fan base, is just not the wide ranging fan base that X Men, uh, the animated series, continues to have, and it's the reason why. Um, it so still remains so prominent on disney plus and so and, and it remains so prominent in our discourse on social media and everywhere you know talking about the future of the x-men so i mean you know you talk about that iconic theme song you know there's been thought you know questions of you know should marvel try to do something uh and try to repurpose that uh that theme into the score of like an x-men project that they eventually did one i mean you can't go Revival and not go X Men the Animated Series. I, for one, I know you said that you know like what you would like to do. I am fine with either a, a new show or a revival of the X Men the Animated Series, and maybe that's a cop out, but um, I think a new show is totally fine. There are so many stories and so many characters that you, you can introduce that we haven't seen on any kind of X Men medium that includes the movies that we would love to see in uh, an animated series. And, and if you want to kind of not have, you know, any regardless of how great a series is, there is a, a level of baggage that you bring by trying to continue something that was done by, you know, someone else. Uh, even if you bring back those creators, you know, you weren't the producer, you weren't overseeing it, you don't know how they work. It's, it's a whole, it's, it's it's baggage that you bring with that, Um I think Marvel would likely want to do a clean slate. Doesn't mean they won't maybe still use the song, but they I would assume they'd want to do a clean slate with that. But I, I do feel like there's some part of me that feels like there may be smoke where there's fire when it comes to doing a revival of um, X Men: The Animated Again, there's just so much talk, and and the people who worked on that show that are still again very prevalent on social media. They just they're very coy with what they talk about in terms of their conversations with these Disney. They they say they've had them. We know that it's happened. Um, and today we're hearing that they're they're doing something with Marvel animation it's hard to imagine that there won't be um, at minimum no consultation but perhaps more considering how coy they've been um, on the internet Uh, but look I I think to me if you do a revival I think that that totally makes sense to me as well of the X-Men animated series because it's just again just so beloved and when you talk about making an impact you no, know, Kevin Feige, you know, I, I pulled up the article from uh 2019 when he was uh named, you know, chief officer, uh chief creative officer at Marvel. That meant that he uh, had control over Marvel's content that it went across publishing, film, television, and animation. Hence why the Marvel Netflix shows got the, the can and got axed and he started doing his own thing. Um so I think from his standpoint, he wants to make a splash with anything he's doing. I don't think Marvel, in terms of animated projects, I can't remember, I can't think of anything they've launched since he got this title. Like, what if they is it anything new? They've got the Spider-Man cartoon. That wasn't 2019. in 2019. That was that was before 2019. No, I mean the
1: the the other one. What the, the 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 kid Spider-Man show?
0: I don't know which Spider-Man show you're talking about.
1: The one we mentioned, we talked about it on, on on our show a couple weeks ago.
0: That you were I mean, like, the you one, know the, one we's, the one was the one hanging out with Bob Morales. That's yeah. definitely before twenty nineteen. That's what I'm trying to say. Which one are you talking about? That's the one I think you're talking about. I'm telling
1: you that that one I'm, you're talking I'm, I'm about. I'm talking about one. It's a it's 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 like a it's like a kid show, like not like a regular. It's like it's like a Disney. It's like a Nick Junior Disney Junior kind of show. Okay, that I don't know about. Yeah that that was that I think
0: just debuted. Okay. Um, yeah. Which, oh man, see, yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, look, Spider Man and, and, and his Spider Man and his amazing friends. I, I see. I see this show. Yeah. I, Sp- I, I didn't. I didn't. Sp- I didn't know anything about this show. Yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I, I thought you were about talking. About I thought you were talking about probably the other one that was on Disney. The like, theme song for that series is legendary. I have to check um, it out.
1: But to me, I think we were talking yeah, about the like,
0: one that was on Disney XD where, you know, it kind of yeah, had the no, was art. Actually, I mean, yeah, I wasn't as crazy about that know. one. But nonetheless, okay, this show came out, but that's for kids. I'm not really counting that. To me, I'm talking about a real, serious type of project, animation-wise. There's nothing. This, will be, this is the only thing they've done, and yeah, we're not yeah, considering it this. What if? You know, and another thing was what if, which made a huge impact. So I think Feige... Anything he's doing with animation, I don't think he's just like, I don't think. I think he's trying to make a big impact. I think he's gonna try to do something major. So if that is indeed what he's trying to do, I expect, uh, I expect that perhaps it could be something like a revival because that's that makes the biggest headline. You know that 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 creates the biggest buzz. You know, creating a new X Men show would create buzz, but it wouldn't be the same. So I think he's gonna take. I think he's going to take the the home run swing. He's not a guy, you know, he's not a guy that, 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 that swings for singles. You know, this guy is trying to hit a home run every time. He's a comp, he's part of anything. And you're talking about green lighting, lighting, X-Men show. And we know the X-Men creators of that animated series from the 90s have been in contact with Disney. That's the biggest win you could take. And, uh, and, or we, what we've seen with, you know, the change in Spider-Man and what we've seen with the change in Dr. Strange. Like again, if there's a big shot to be had, and it involves nostalgia, it seems like this is not the kind of movie producer that's gonna go the safe route. It may take a long time to get there. It may it may not come as fast as we want, but it feels like if there's a big swing to be had, he's gonna take every single one. And the biggest swing it is the animated uh-huh. show.
1: They've got a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur cartoon coming out. Created by Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Shout out to Lawrence Fishburne.
1: <laughs> but we haven't uh, seen his. We haven't that seen things like that, that can
0: be spearheaded by Disney, primarily. Right. Uh, we ha- we haven't seen Feige. Besides, what if which he you know was very near and dear to him. We haven't seen. We haven't seen his big swing that's not involved with Marvel Studios directly. You know. Right. He's gonna take a big swing with something else that's not Marvel Studios related. You know. At least that's how I feel. And that—that that to me—that. Like, I mean, like, so I, I, honestly, I think the biggest thing
1: that we've seen, and again, we—we we all, it's hard to tell what is directly Feige and what is not. Um, you know, like we obviously we know like what if is, but but the big, the biggest thing that I've seen outside of the Marvel Studios scope is the Wolverine game being announced, you know, right. and that being like okay so we're doing something with the x-men. uh it, clearly movement is is happening. um so the idea that 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 we could be getting a cartoon as well wouldn't be a shocker from that, from that landscape. I would assume it would be something new. If you're asking me what I think is going to happen, I would assume it would be something new. um I don't think that I, I don't think that the the, the animated series I think he puts them in too much of a box that I don't think they want to play in right now. Uh, I think they want to.
0: Yeah, there's baggage. Like I said there's baggage there. I think the only advantage. Yeah, they have, though, there's unnecessary
1: baggage for all those series that they. I think, I think the only. Advantage is though, obviously, the one that has the most, most room to to, 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 right, to grow, yeah, most room to, to to
0: make whatever you want to make. Um, but I think the only thing about, that I think not, the only thing that helps them though, Kendall, is time. You Know 30 years of X Men content since we've seen, or you know, 20 since that show ended, probably 25 to 26 years of X Men content since that we still last saw that show. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that you can explore, and there are a lot of iconic X Men stories that have been created since then. So, yes, they did a lot, and you got to carry what they left. But, I mean, in some ways, it's like you know, that, that have show. Have you ever seen a show that's been revived that was revived?
1: that that in that big of a time Because now I start to wonder about like you know <laughs> I start to wonder about like technology you know i mean <laughs> they that and then, look, it's the x men so like they already had pretty advanced technology for what <laughs> it was around in the nineties, but like you know now like I mean social media and stuff like that like there's different it's just a different world than they lived in at that point, you know um is there were going to be any time jump? I mean, I'm assuming there would have to be, but now it's like, you'd almost have to take it as, 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 whatever happened was not canon. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I mean, we're seeing it with the proud family coming back after like 20 years. And that's going to try and, you know, implement modern themes to a show that, you know, came out 15, 20 years ago. Um, which should be interesting to see how that works. But, um, that's, that's going to be the challenge. And particularly because the X Men are so. Are, are a lot more. They're just in a more advanced society than, like, say, Gotham, you know, and Batman, where it's like Gotham's kind of the same no matter what. And even then, we saw Gotham, like the TV series, kind of have trouble defining what <laughs> era we're even in. Right. Uh, but, like, if they ever brought back Batman in the anime series, that probably wouldn't be as big of a deal just because. They don't really. Gotham is kind of the same and everything. But to
0: be fair to DC, I mean, they kind of are. Like that yeah, show that they're launching. I know that it's not Batman anime series, but right. as Kristen well, exactly said, what it's end up Batman anime series is more Batman anime series than the original.
1: Yeah, that's what we may end up seeing, where we have a show that we feel like is 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 clearly supposed to to be a callback to the original. And that I think is probably
0: the best way to do it. And I, and I, to me, that still that still counts almost as a revival. Like I, I think, like when I think of revival, I think of that being an option for sure. Right. I just don't think we're getting a season six
1: or whatever of X Men the animated series. I'd be would be very
0: surprised. Or however many seasons it got. Yeah. I think um, it's possible. I don't know how likely it is, but I think it's possible. Because again, that that to me is your biggest swing that you can take. And then Kevin Feige is. Uh, He's like Barry Bonds when it comes to this stuff. So he's going to take that hack, in my opinion. But I think that's a, a wrap for this edition of New Generation Hero Talks. So I want to thank everybody for checking us out. Of course, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you check us out on New Generation Podcast Network. That's on Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn definitely want to make sure you keep an eye out for our Eternal review when that drops. That should be coming out shortly. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media, where our Young Justice uh, reviews are out. Episode 5 review is up now, so make sure you check that one out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and Facebook, New Generation Media. And also follow us on uh, social media individually. You can find uh, Kendall on Twitter, uh, at NewGenKen. You can find me on Twitter, at EJ underscore Stewart. And on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Kendall, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.